Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you there. Welcome to the first episode of Midnight Pop Culture, a series where we chill and discuss video games and movies. I am your host, Joseph, and I'm joined by my good friend, Josh. Say hello, Josh. Hey, how are you? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. So this is our first episode. We've got a few things to discuss. Mm. First off, Halo Infinite is going to be shown off for the first time, well, in terms of gameplay, in just five days. Are you excited I am, for that? I am insanely excited to see what they do for this one. Yeah, me too. I just hope they've gone really back to the old style of gameplay of the uh, original Halo trilogy. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I... Mean, I haven't played through, like, five, but I, I know generally from, like, looking at bits of gameplay and, like, hearing everyone's opinion that it's not, like, you know, not good compared to the originals. In my opinion, it's, yeah, in my opinion, it's, it tried too hard to follow what was mainstream, you know, like, yeah. parkour and leaping around and stuff. I mean, it was cool having, like, the new like the newer suit upgrades, but it gets a bit too much. But at the same time, Halo was always supposed to be sort of a, um, not a realistic interpretation of the future. Yeah. It was supposed to, you know, be like, like alien. Like, mm. I mean, in like Halo three, you still see people like using walkie talkies and stuff like as if they'd be using those. Yeah. Plus like most of like, the, uh, the Marines don't have like full armor like the Spartans do. No. Plus, I'm so glad they're bringing back the old Master Chief design, but yeah, like upgraded. It's the coolest looking thing I've ever seen. I imagine it'd probably be like the same sort of thing, like how obviously in Doom Eternal we got the updated um, uh, skin. I imagine it'll probably yes, be like that but, sort of badass. Yeah, but I'm I doubt they'll do the same sort of costume system that Doom Eternal had. Oh yeah, like they'll probably just have that as like the set skin because they haven't done that for any others, have they? Apart from like the multiplayer. No, but uh, I'm just glad that the banished are going to be in the game because that means I'm finally going to get to fight brutes in a Halo game again. Yeah, I mean, it it was fun playing well fighting against brutes. Yeah, especially in Halo Three. Yeah. Like uh, some of the things they said were really funny, and I remember you could find the one, you know, yeah. peeing on a wall. It's good fun. Oh, I love all of the like silly dialogue that like all of the different characters had. Yeah, I mean, some of the things you could actually get grunts to say if you had that uh, IWYHBD skull or whatever it's called yeah. turned on. I mean, uh, I remember if you, if you play as the arbiter, uh, one of them would say, "Arbiter, if I could hump, I would." <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it's just so great that like even the company were just like, you know what? Let's let's add in a bit more humor to that. Oh, I mean, adding in that humor, like from the game that seemed so serious at first, but then yeah. like adding in that to make it more lighthearted. It was part of what made it, you know, Halo. Yeah. And they did actually bring that aspect back in 5. It's just a shame I wasn't a big fan of everything else they did. Mm. But talking of popular game series, 
you've been recently playing through the Outlast games, haven't you? I have, and I've loved it and hated it. What do you, what do you mean by that? Well, loved it in the sense of, obviously, I mean, the gameplay is great. The story's amazing. However, as I'm not a fanatic when it comes to horror games like you are, um, right. obviously I'm not as strong-willed as you remember, where I spent a good while hiding under a desk. Yeah, about ten minutes, I think. Yeah, just because I didn't know if the guy was patrolling or not. Yeah, yeah. But you haven't actually moved on to Outlast 2 yet, have you? So No, I've just finished installing that. So hopefully soon after we finish the podcast, I will hopefully be going on that. I mean, you should. I mean, hopefully soon we're going to be having Sean Beishu on the podcast. Yeah, got to get all those plays, questions. Who plays Miles Whalen and the protagonist, whose name I know, but I'm not going to say because I don't want to spoil it for Josh in Outlast 2. And he also plays um, that one uh, NPC in the first room. Yeah, the guy on the stick. <laughs> yeah. Look, they killed us! Run! They got out! Oh, we can them! I, I'm sad about uh, Chris. Who, uh, You're sad about Chris? Yeah, who uh, I call Meat Man. Yeah, uh, meat man. I I can't even. I guess that was just the first thing. I I guess it's because he said little pig. I guess that's just why I thought, oh, meat man. Why not? Little pig. But it's it's just. I'm. I mean, I'm glad that he went. But like, uh, oh well. I mean, for everyone listening, obviously we are going to be talking about spoilers uh, in this. Probably. Well, I mean, yeah, for the first Outlast anyway. Um, yeah. But, like, as soon as the Wall Rider, like, comes in and, like, wrecks uh, Meat Man, I mean, I was kind of upset. Because... Why were you upset? I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just the fact that, obviously, he's been, like, the main antagonist that's been chasing you for the entire game. Yeah, and then just to be so easily manhandled by the Wall Rider, and then him suddenly becoming shows... like the final boss. Yeah, but I mean that shows how powerful the Wall Rider really is. True, but it it's just not as scary though. Like, I mean, your vision goes a bit blurry, and you're like, oh god, Wall Rider's chasing me now. So I guess I've got to run. Whereas like Meat Man would just pop out of nowhere and just, like, chase you to the ends of the earth. Whereas, True. I mean, Warrider's just kind of a, a spectral entity, so it, I don't find it as scary. Uh, understandable. I mean, I love the Warrider. I think it's badass. Yeah. But I don't find it as scary as, like, Eddie Gluskin. You know. Yeah. Gluskin, um... But because... Uh, the wall rider wouldn't want to put you on a table and saw your private parts in half. Yeah, I mean, well, um, in the well, when we saw uh, Chris get killed by wall rider, um, Miles pulled up the camera for a second, didn't he? Yeah, and yes. we saw like a physical form of the wall rider. 
Indeed, because he turned the night vision on. I I think there should have been like more segments where you had to like uh, see through the dark to see Wall Rider or something. Because well, that's fair enough. I mean, seeing like the the sort of uh, orb, the spiritual orb, before it like gets really close to you and then changes into the sort of form. I think it would just be much creepier to see it like running towards you in that sort of lanky form. Right. But I mean, then again, no, obviously, stop I, I criticizing don't... my favorite survival <laughs> horror. I mean, I'm I'm only criticizing it because I love it. Yeah, and fair I, again, as I've said, I'm not an amazing like horror game fanatic because I hate getting jump scared. But I mean, it's really strange yeah, yeah, because enough. obviously, when but... you watch a horror film you're not as immersed because you're not having to control the character's every move. Exactly. I remember when we went to see The Nun and you just sat there looking like, really like plain the whole film. Yeah. And I mean... you have uh, our good friend Morgan with his knees up by his face, covering his eyes. Oh, didn't you have to get a... Um, it wasn't a booster... Was it a booster seat that you had to get? No, he didn't have to get a booster seat. But he, he got, got one, one anyway. Because he wanted to okay. be funny. <laughs> oh morgan oh good god that, that was that was a fun night watching the nun we should get him on the podcast at some point yeah that would be very fun and then we might be able to i don't know ask him what one of his favorite games is and then he can come in here and talk to us about it exactly and talking of uh movies we saw with morgan i actually love venom Venom is a great film, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not an arty farty film or a or a film you'll watch and take away yeah, like I a mean, meaning from it. But it's just so damn fun. I mean, the the main thing to take from obviously cinema is you you watch a film to be entertained. It doesn't matter yeah, how yes. you're entertained, but if you are happy watching it and you're having fun. That's all that matters. You don't need to take away some form of message saying, oh, uh, it's showing this side of, I don't know, humanity or something, or it's giving a, I don't know, political message on, say, uh, nature, like uh, waste disposal or something like that, pollution. Yes, like, but I, I do think those things do have a place in cinema. They do, but I'm just saying, obviously, you but don't have not, to have it. Yeah, not every movie needs to be something that will affect you on like yeah. a deep emotional level. Sometimes you just want to sit down and watch a fun movie about an alien wrecking some shit. Yeah, like, you just want to like sit down, switch your brain off sort of thing, because you don't want to be thinking constantly, and you just want to enjoy yeah. everything that's happening on screen. Yeah, I walked out of Venom just like, I was like, that was so much fun. Mm. You even came and watched it a second time with me and Morgan, didn't you? Or was that the first time? Uh, that was just the first time. Oh. I only oh, no, yeah, sorry. I, I watched it twice because um, I went with uh, uh, a few other people for, um, I think it was someone's birthday. Ah, um, fair enough. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Watching it a second time... It was fun. I think I might have watched it too close to watching it the first time because I just didn't enjoy it as much. Did you get over-venomed? 
maybe. I, it might have just been but, obviously I knew what was happening. Like every single scene, I knew what was coming. Whereas if you like leave it for a couple of months, you come back and you're like, oh, I don't remember this happening. Yeah, fair enough. But, but can we both yeah. just admit that Woody Harrelson is going to absolutely kill the role of Carnage? He's going to oh, be amazing. I cannot wait. I like that is. Do you think it's like I? What rating do you reckon it's going to have? Well, if they're if they're doing Carnage, I am hoping for an like a R rating, but it, I don't think it's absolutely necessary mm. as as some people do because I still think you could suggest the idea that he's doing horrible things, but you don't necessarily have to show it on screen. But it would be better if they did. Yeah, I mean, judging by like obviously how age ratings go now. Because obviously, like, I don't know, uh, back in the 80s or whenever it was, uh, like, I think it was the 80s when Predator came out, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Like, that was obviously an 18. But, like, if it was yes. in today's standards, it'd probably be marked as, like, a 12, maybe a 15. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, actually, I mean, there are a few comments in there that might... But I, I don't know if it gives it a, an 18. I mean, it. I think it might be just like the outdated effects or something. Yeah, it'd probably be given a 15. Yeah. But, uh, um... but yeah, speaking of Venom and uh, Venom 2 coming out, uh, there was a small amount of um, behind-the-scenes footage leaked a little while back, wasn't there? There was of uh, things like Tom Hardy shouting out of a window going, No! No! <laughs> it, it was great seeing the um, the actor walking around with like a, a Venom bust on their head. Yeah, Ven- wearing pyjamas with a Venom bust. Oh, I love it. Honestly, can't wait to see what Andy Serkis, though. I mean, like he's the director of the film, isn't he? So I can't wait to see yeah. what he does with it. I mean, I, I, mean, I really it... hope in, like, the... If, well, if there is, like, a director's cut or something, I really hope, like, there's going to be some behind-the-scenes of him just, like, being himself. Because he is just an absolute nutcase, Andy Serkis. And everyone loves him for I it. think he's awesome. He is. He's a great like... actor-slash-director, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, from I mean... Planet of the Apes to, like, Lord of the Rings... Even played King Kong. I mean, he is literally just the king of mo capture, isn't he? Yes. I mean, no one else can actually compete with him in that regard. Yeah. I mean, which is why I'm excited to see what he does with it. Because obviously, I don't want Venom and Carnage to have human-like faces. Yeah, but that, you know that the animation. But you know that the animation and the CGI are going to be great if he's involved. Oh yeah. Speaking of uh, the Marvel Universe, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales was announced recently. It was. What, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, I mean, from the gameplay we were given, I remember when I first got Spider-Man PS4, uh, I played through that and sweated through it, like, in, I think, two days or something and (laughs) i 
I wanted more straight away, and then the DLCs came out. But then, like, as soon as you finish those, it's just like, oh, well, now what? Was that Giz? Sorry about that. My <laughs> my cat my cat just screamed at me. Meow. But um, but yeah, like seeing that gameplay, I. I don't know if it deserves its own game per se. I think they could have just had I think like it a large could have expansion. Been a DLC. Yeah, like just a large expansion or something. I mean, I was hoping that we were actually going to see footage of the actual sequel. Yeah. Like, because it's supposed to have like Green Goblin and Venom in it. Yeah, because that like was that was the whole best. thing. Like in the DLCs, they didn't show any um, like costumes for like a Venom suit or anything because that was obviously what we were expecting to have in this one. Yeah. I mean, I'm but, I'm very happy to have uh Miles have his own game, but it like just looking at what's already in Spider-Man PS4 it just seems more of a DLC rather than its own thing. Yeah, I'm hoping it's not full price. I mean, it probably will be. Probably. Plus but, it's for PS5, so you know. Yeah. It does Pretty much just look like a DLC, although I am happy to play as Miles, and I can't wait to see if they have, uh, well, I mean, they're definitely going to have that um, Into the Spider-Verse suit, aren't they? Oh, yeah, definitely. I hope they have the one with the hoodie as well. Oh, that would, that would be pretty cool. On That'd another awesome. note, though, um, about PS5, there was uh, Outlast Trials that you were very excited about, weren't you? Uh, Outlast Trials looks bloody brilliant, and I can't wait to see what it's about. I mean, I know it's set in the Cold War, Cold War. Uh, which is really interesting. Yeah, oh, wow. it's set in the, uh, I think it's set in the 50s or the 60s. So it's actually a prequel Ooh. to Outlast. But um, I, I'm interested to see because they've announced that it's going to be a co-op game where you can play with four players. But right. I'm, I'm wondering if it's going to be another story-focused Outlast game, you know, like Outlast and Outlast Whistler. In Outlast I mean, it's, um, it's got to be. If like if I mean, it's yeah, by I Red mean, Barrels, then it's got to be, doesn't it? Surely, I mean, as as fun as it probably would be, if it was like Dead by Daylight, mm. it wouldn't have that same. Like, that's not what I necessarily would want from Outlast. I mean, I know there probably are people who do, but, but I there's, there's like, like plenty. There's plenty of other games that are just sort of like. Well, I mean, like Dead by Daylight, for instance. And then you had um, the Friday the 13th game. Whereas, yeah, which like, are both great games. Outlast, Outlast Trials, I definitely think it's got to be a sort of story-based game with, uh, like, added multiplayer elements rather than it being based around multiplayer. It should, it, it should be a story you play through and that you can do with other people as well. I mean, they have said you can play it single player, so that's a good sign. Yeah. Because then obviously that's I mean, not going to mean knows... you're going to have to play with anyone else. Yeah. I mean, I'm also interested to see where they'll go after that because it's not Outlast 3. It's a prequel. So yeah. I just want to know how long we're actually going to have to wait for the third like game that takes place after Outlast 2 because I really want to know where the story goes from there and obviously you haven't played it yet. But yeah, like I'm really interested to see where they're going to go. But I think going back in time, was a good idea because we can sort of see where Murkoff started. Yeah, like especially if it's in um, the like sixties or fifties, as you said. If it's during Cold War times, like yeah. I'm wondering if 
like because obviously in the Cold War, um, like the Russians and Americans like, obviously had their space race and stuff. So yeah. <coughs> do you reckon there's going to be some like behind the scenes sort of uh, Murkoff like secret organization starts and then they start on some weird experiments on people? Yeah, I mean, in the trailer, you've seen the trailer, right? Uh, I've only seen it once. I need to see it again, but yeah. I mean, at the start, there's this guy strapped to a chair and these like Murkoff doctors like like drill these night vision goggles onto his head. So that obviously indicates we're not going to have a camera this time around. Yeah. We're going to have the goggles instead, which but, but should be interesting. But does that mean that we're going to have to, like, does that mean we're going to have unlimited battery or something? Because, I mean, that's what, what I was. That's what I was wondering, yeah. Or is I it going to be to the point where there's, like, a, a charging port or maybe it's going to have limited vision, like how when you run out of batteries or something and it's almost, like, I blank? Mean, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe you'll have to, like, charge it up, like, it will just... You run out, and then you have to leave it for like a minute, and then it'll be back again. Or like you burn I mean, out knows? the battery or something. Possibly, yeah. I mean, they ha- I, ha- I did read somewhere that apparently there might be an aspect to the game where you can uh, actually sort of combat the enemies in a, w- in a way. I heard something about apparently you can uh, you lo- use electricity and you can turn lights off and on. Oh, so we can like sort them of stun them or something like that. That's that's what I I thought because I saw this uh, person who was talking to Red Barrels, mm. and the way Red Barrels responded uh, to this person's ideas made it sound like that those were already their ideas. Yeah. So. I mean, what I'm, I'm wondering guessing... is obviously I know you can <laughs> play with friends, but do you reckon they're going to add um, like PvP in a sense? Um, possibly, but again. Maybe that would be too much, like Dead by Daylight. Yeah, Day, like, because I what I imagine would be too much is obviously if they had, um, like, servers or something. I'm hoping it would be, like, just, like, your own host server and then you can invite people to it. Because obviously yeah. it would kind of ruin your immersion. If you're, like, walking around at the start, you get, all, like, a cool cutscene and atmospheric um, ambience. And then you've just got some guy, like, teabagging a corpse or something. Yeah. I mean, mind you, seeing somebody do that in Outlast wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, sure. I, <laughs> I mean, you see that guy uh, sleeping with a headless corpse yeah. in the first Outlast. Um, mm. But Lovely at stuff. the same time, uh, I think if it does end up going in that direction, it probably would be incredibly fun. But again, we sort of already have... A game like that, yeah. And uh, but mind you, one of my complaints about Dead by Daylight, and that, that's a game I love, um, is that when you're playing as a survivor, you're not in first person, which I think would be way more immersive and way scarier. So Outlast would have that over Dead by Daylight if that's the direction it goes in. I mean, yeah, I, I see what you're, you're saying there. I mean, it would make it a lot more immersive and a lot scarier for the survivors, but. Again, like, half the time, that's, like, the only way the survivor can really, like, get out of sticky situations is that they have the third-person view so they can see around corners. True, true. Plus, I mean, like, um, as we've played before, when I had that really overpowered loadout on Michael Myers, like, there are just loadouts where it doesn't matter if you're hiding somewhere, they will be able to find you some way. 
Yeah, I know. And that was the most frustrating gaming experience I've ever had. Oh, that was the best. You, just, you found me everywhere. It was great, especially on that one clip. Um, <laughs> just where I was walking, uh, decided to go an alternate route for the uh, <laughs> the room and then cutting you off. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's great. I'm not actually that easily scared either, but that actually, like, that made me jump. I mean, anything. like, Michael Myers is like, what, six foot something? Maybe taller? I don't know. But something like that, yeah. Seeing him towering over you whilst you're running through the Hawkins, um, like, lab, there's just something about it. This scary. Yeah. But, um... I mean... Yeah, sorry, uh, you carry on your thought? I mean, talking of survival horror games, uh, a, a new survival horror game was announced recently, um which is called Death Ground, which is a survival horror game in the vein of Outlast and Alien Isolation, it seems. But it's actually about dinosaurs. So what? I'll be very interested to see where that goes. But, okay. So is it a sort of thing as you're playing as a survivor and you've got to hide from, like, dinosaurs? Or is it a sense of you're playing as a smaller dinosaur and you're running away from them? Uh, you're playing as survivors, and it, uh, okay. I'm pretty sure it's single player. And I think I heard somewhere that some of the developers of Alien Isolation are actually involved. That will be so, very good then. I mean, you already know it's in the right hands there. Yeah. But I'm a massive dinosaur fan, and I've always wanted there to be a game where they were portrayed as like properly frightening. I mean, Dino Crisis sort of did that, but, you know, Dino yeah. Crisis is old now. Um, so it would be nice to have a new one. I mean... What was the um, the other game that we talked about a while ago? Um, that was where you played as dinosaurs. Oh, the multiplayer one. Yeah. Um, oh, I look really good. I forget the name. Uh, not the Isle, although that although that is good. Because uh, there's the. I think it's called Titans or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because they've because um, they've got like ancestors, don't they? Which is like the ape version. Yeah. Yeah, but. Oh. Yeah, that that looked really good, but I can't remember the name. I mean, I'm hoping that it it all goes well, like um, production wise, because I will happily pick that up and like just run around as like an ankylosaurus or something, because I love that. Yeah, me too. Like, uh, and the graphics looked really good as well, so that will make the experience even better. Mm. But but um, like, if it's if it's the survival horror, if it's going to be like Alien Isolation. How are we going to be able to detect dinosaurs? Do I can <laughs> a cup of water in our hand or something, and we'll see like the water move as like a T Rex approaches? You mean you 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 mean with Death Ground, not the Titan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Death Ground. Uh, I don't know. I, I think in the trailer, if I remember correctly, they have a motion tracker like Alien Isolation. So I'm. Probably if, play a lot I reckon that. how that's probably going to work is you'll probably have someone who's a tracker. And they probably have to like shoot it with a dart or something, and then you'll be able to track it for a certain amount of time. Ah, that would be cool. Because I can't I mean, obviously imagine it just being like, oh, well, we can magically track this dinosaur now. I mean, it's it's been confirmed that uh, some of the dinosaurs in the game are going to be raptors and possibly a T Rex. So I'm wondering. Uh, I'm I'm guessing that the raptors will play like the xenomorph from alien isolation somewhat yeah like they'll be sneaky and fast and if they spot you you're dead 
Mm. But I'm wondering how the T-Rex is going to work. I mean, you can't have a T-Rex in tight corridors. Yeah, so. I mean, I imagine it will probably be like, um, there'll probably be sections where you have to like run out in the open or something. Or there's like a section where Perhaps you need to get to a cinematic G- sequence. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, something scripted uh, where you've got to do like a quick time event or something. Yeah. But it would be cool to have um, like, say, how in Outlast when you've got people patrolling or something. It would be sort of cool to like walk out, think you're safe, and then uh, I'd like a T Rex spots you or something, and then it runs after you and you're <laughs> shitting your pants as you run away. T-Rex with a Chris Walker skin. Oh, God. That'd be t- terrifying. Yeah. Imagine a T-Rex with hum- human teeth. Oh. <laughs> human teeth and human eyes. Human nose. Yeah. An outlast dinosaur. Like... Red barrels, make this happen. Yeah. What, why aren't there dinosaurs in outlast trials? What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, why, why do I even want the game without dinosaurs? I mean, it's in the Cold War, so... That's close enough to the Jurassic period, right? Uh, we are being satirical, in case anybody listening actually Yes, please, for the love of God, do not make you think we're serious about that. And please do not put dinosaurs in Outlast. That would be the most out-of-place thing imaginable. I mean, there's probably a mod of it somewhere. Probably. I know there's mods where you can have, like, five Chris Walkers oh, all God, at the same no. time. And it's, like, almost impossible. I do not want that in my game, thank you. <laughs> but I mean some people have even managed to play Outlast in third person and it was actually revealed that because you never actually see uh, Miles or Wayland's heads they don't actually have them <laughs> it's just a headless body yeah literally they're just there's just a space where the head should be alright apart from um, you know at the end of Whistleblower when Wayland's in the car yeah, and you see Miles, Miles walking come. out. He does have a head there. People have zoomed in on it, and he has actually got a head. I mean, it's really low detail, but that is Miles's head. Hmm. So, oh, I mean, there's plenty of fan art to depict like. on what people think he looks like, anyway. Yeah, I mean, most people seem to think that Miles is, you know, he's got brown hair. And yeah, that's what I always thought as well. And most people seem to think that Waylon has blonde hair which is also what I always thought. So I guess you can weirdly get a sense of that from just seeing their arms and legs. Yeah, I mean, must be I, don't, I don't know about um, Waylon being blonde or not. I mean, I, I guess it's probably just because I, I never really stopped to think, huh, I wonder what my character's hair colour is. Yeah, fair enough. But I guess he was much more pale than Miles, I thought. So Yeah, that's true. I guess, and I'm, I'm a blonde guy myself, so I... I'm pretty pep, so I've imagined Waylon would have blonde hair as well. Mm. Uh, uh, but on on another note, um, a game that has come out just uh, a few days ago was Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, and I I, ha- I haven't got that yet. Yeah, I've been looking forward to that game for so long, and I will be getting that go- uh, that game as soon as I can. And it is supposed to be brilliant. It, oh, I mean, just looking at the gameplay from when it was re- revealed, it was like, um, it was like uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, like combined with just, oh, the most uh, beautiful like engine. Like just looking at the 
the landscapes and like the wind going through the grass. Oh, it, was, it looked Incredible. amazing. And it's even got really good scores as well. It's got uh, yeah, yeah. 83% on Metacritic and 4 out of 5 on Tech Radar. So clearly it's a good game and not one that's just bombed. Uh, last of us two. Uh, Did that last two bomb? No, Last of Us 2, not Outlast 2. Oh, sorry. Sorry, my, my brain. Uh, what? Yeah. The last, the Last of Us Two has amazing graphics, but I don't agree with a lot of the stuff they did in the story. I mean, obviously, I just know that it was a really bad sequel compared to the first because obviously I haven't played the first one yet, despite the fact that I do yes. have it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking about the political stuff in the game. Oh yeah, yeah, I no. Don't like... Like, I just don't like the story of the second one. I think yeah. it's like not, not what I waited seven years to play. From the first one, it it does seem like so. a shame, like how obviously, um, I mean, like when we were in high school, uh, we knew there was going to be a second one coming not too long, and then obviously yeah. coming to now and getting that. Uh... It's it's also not really an enjoyable game. Apparently, you walk away from the game feeling really depressed. And why would somebody want to spend like? 40 pounds or 50 dollars on yeah. a game that's going to make you feel like crap do you know what i mean yeah i mean i know obviously there are games that are like oh this has like a sad message in it or oh your character dies at the end and you see like the effect of it or something like that i mean that's fine yeah but yeah but the journey to that has been yeah awesome. but yeah i i don't see the point of like getting a game just to feel well, I mean, then again, half the people that have probably got that game, like, didn't know it was going to turn out bad. Because I, ma- I imagine none of us knew it was going to turn out bad. I mean, some people like it. I'm more power to them. I, just I mean, don't... yeah, if you like it, you like it. But, you know, everyone's got their own opinion. I, I just don't really like how they kill off my favourite characters so early on in the game. Yeah. And you're expected to like the person who did it afterwards when you've seen them literally brutally murder the yeah, I who I made don't see the first game so successful. I don't really understand what kind of choice they were going for there. Uh, I mean, you don't get attached to a character that's just like murdered your favorite one. No, it's like it's like if uh, uh, one of my favorite games, Halo Two. Uh, I love the back and forth between Master Chief and Arbiter in that game. Yeah, but I wouldn't have done. If you played as Master Chief for the first mission, then Arbiter killed him and you played as Arbiter for the rest of the game. Yeah, that would, like, that's like a kick in the nuts, if anything. And then the company being like, yeah, and what? Deal with it. We're, sub- we're subverting expectations. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much my only issue with The Last of Us 2. And you thought I said Outlast 2. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, sorry, my brain. Well,. The only reason why I thought that is because we were talking about uh, it bombing at uh, like the open day, and I heard two, and I heard us last. Yeah, and so my brain was just like, "All right, Outlast two. Nah, Outlast two. I'm pretty sure was very successful, and I love that game. Oh, I will be crapping my pants when I play it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing what your experience is like because. Uh, some weird stuff happens in Outlast 2. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. 
Oh, and uh, a lot of the acting in the game, well, all of the acting in the game actually is brilliant. Like, especially, like, I'm not trying to be a kiss ass because we're going to have him on the show, but Sean Beishu's performance is actually really, really good. I mean, speaking of Sean, um, he's also been in uh, Watch Dogs, hasn't he? Yes, Watch Dogs 2, playing the character Wrench. Have you played or watched Watch Dogs? I haven't gotten around to playing it yet, but I can access it because I have PlayStation Now and it is on there. Mm. So I will get around to playing it. But I'm mostly a fan of Sean from his work on Outlast. Yeah. I mean, also, I didn't, uh, I didn't know uh, about Sean until you brought up with me at first and now that i yeah. know what he's been in i'm becoming uh, a huge fan of his work now as well yeah I'm, i mean he's a great actor i mean do you remember the scene where traeger cuts miles's fingers off oh yeah uh, like his screaming is insanely believable on that yeah but i mean the the fact that he was able to do so much of the character who doesn't even talk yeah that like, like what the one thing i really want to ask him is like what did they want you to do for your audition like, did you just go in, yeah. like, scream wildly and then walk out? I mean, was Miles always going to be a silent character? I mean... Yeah, there might have been some, like, deleted, um, like, voice clips of him commenting on things, and then maybe they decided at the end yeah. it'd be better to have a silent protagonist. Yeah. But, I mean, um, he also played Waylon. He did. Uh, I, I, that must have been very strange for him, you know, being called back... A second time, like, oh, playing Miles again. Great. Uh, no, you're playing somebody else. What? Who am I playing this time? I wonder, like, what sort of, um, like, prep he had to go through to, like, change his sort of uh, approach to playing Waylon. Yeah. I mean, Waylon was more of a coward than Miles, I thought. Again, it's, it's kind of understandable in his situation. But, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, but... Like, he's less confrontational. Like, look at the scene where Jeremy Blair, his boss, uh, finds him talking on the radio and he just beats the hell out of him. Yeah. And all Waylon is trying to do is get away rather than fight back. Whereas Miles, he straight up killed Traeger in the elevator. Yeah, straight so, up, like, almost wrecks him in half. Yeah. Miles oh, is actually a badass. He is. Like, you don't realise it until you... Um... Like you go through all of that, and then you like play whistleblower, and then you see how much Waylon doesn't do much, and it's like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I love Waylon though. Yeah, I love Waylon too because it's like more of a. Oh well, I mean, I guess they're both sort of realistic adaptations, yeah. but obviously Miles is more quick on the updraw, whereas Waylon is more. Uh, I I I guess it's the same as like fight or flight that sort of response. Like Miles has the fight yes. response, and Waylon has the flight response. Exactly. Mind you, Miles isn't all fight, is he? I mean, he does. I mean, hide yeah, he's obviously everybody in the game. I mean, yeah, he can't just come out like. Which is really strange things. because. Which is really strange because Sean Beishu, I'm pretty sure he's a fully trained, like martial artist and stunt worker. So. I mean, have, that would, I that would definitely explain how he got um, obviously like all the different grunts and screams and that. Yeah, but I, mean, I imagine it's going to be a lot. I wonder how strange that was for him playing yeah. a defenseless character. I mean, I'm really excited to ask him about, like, obviously like, the vocal, like, lessons or prep he had to take for that. Yeah, 
I mean, uh, I wonder. Uh, I mean, we're we're talking about it now as if he's actually yeah. here. Like we should talk about a lot of the stuff when we actually interview him. So we've got to remember. I know it, it's it's just like it's too exciting, though, isn't it? I know. No, I'm really hyped to meet the guy. Uh, well, even though it's online, but yeah, I, I love his work at Outlast. I think he's. I think he was did a brilliant job. But yeah, before we uh, get too hung up on Sean, um, yes, let's go oh, back to <laughs> uh, let's go back to Watch Dogs and uh, Watch Dogs Legions is coming out this year, isn't it? It is, and it's set in the UK, which is where we're both from. It is. Um, uh, yeah. When was the... Um, London. The, yeah, because I remember there was a release trailer. Like, Was it last year or was it the year before? Uh, I think it was last year. Where um, you get to like play as a, a girl granny or something. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember, remember one of our friends coming up to us and being like, oh, check this out. And then I just thought, what? Why? Don't, don't get me started on uh, Grannies, because uh, I've recently been playing uh, Granny Chapter 2 on oh, my phone. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> what do you mean, oh, for God's sake? Those are actually good games. I know they are. It's just obviously, like, in high school when it first came out, and seeing you play it for a while, and then it became, like, the main game in the high school that everyone would play. Yeah, but it was actually a quality game, you know. It wasn't like Cookie Clicker. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you God, know, where people would just press the cookie over and over and over again. But what are you gaining from that? Sore thumbs, I think. Yeah, masturbation training. <laughs> what the thumb? <laughs> so I'm saying a lot about well, them. Well, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I find Granny quite fun. It's like a mini Outlast in a way. Mm. I mean, I remember... Running away from an well, old lady with a baseball bat. Did the company gain any money from it, or was it a free game? Yeah, it's a free game, but they have ads, so that's how they get it. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. Because I remember... Yeah. No, um, no microtransactions. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I remember when you uh, used to play it, and it yeah, started yeah. off with, like, you didn't actually have a way to escape. And then they added the way to escape along with like a new room, and then you were able to like fight Granny with a shotgun or something. Yeah, you have to, you have to build a shotgun by three parts you find. Yeah, and you just blast her away. <laughs> but but she's like possessed or something because she comes back in like two minutes. So I mean that's just kind of like the trope with like most like horror game characters, isn't it? True, but I mean. When I first started playing that game, I just assumed she literally was just an old woman with a baseball bat. She, but she must be supernatural because there's I mean, actually ghosts in the game. All you have stuff, to so. do is look at her face to assume that she's not a human anymore, Joe. Yeah. I mean, people have different theories, like maybe she's a demon. Maybe she's Slender Man in a dress. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that <laughs> such a small company managed to make a game that blew that far out of proportion. Yeah, I mean, I think it might be a single dude, but I'm not completely sure. I mean, if it is, then, you know, more power to him for creating that entire game on his own. Because that must take yeah. a while. Yeah. Uh, speaking of survival horror, mm -hmm. uh, a few months ago, the next Amnesia game was announced. There's another one I don't coming know if out? You've... Yeah, there is. Oh, wow. He plays a woman who is in a plane crash, so I think it's set in modern day-ish. So okay. that'll be interesting. Um, 
Also, Resident Evil 8 was announced recently. Yeah. And I am also incredibly hyped for that. Because uh, uh, I thought Resident Evil 7 was one of the best games in the entire series. And the switch to first person was a genius idea. made the game way more intense. It did you really change. I haven't played the seventh one, though, but... I mean, because obviously I loved, I've loved like all of the games, maybe excluding uh, five uh, or maybe six. But like seeing seeing that game, like the franchise, going from action horror to then, I mean, it, it is still kind of action horror, but like it is. N- yeah, but obviously it's. It's more horror now than it was in like any of the era, earlier games. True, but it, the thing about Resident Evil Seven is that it plays like one of the originals, but it's just in first person. Which, I mean, you don't get any is, of the weird camera angles, so that's, no, that's a but plus. It, 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 it plays like them in the sense that you know it's got all the backtracking. You're yeah, in yeah. one big location, and you've got puzzles to solve and stuff. It's I I do like fun. how the puzzles have been the most consistent thing in the series. Well, I don't think there were puzzles in six, but there were motorbikes going across planes yeah. and shit. So, well, I mean, you got Chris punching a boulder, so you know. That was Resi Five. Oh, was it? Same, 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 same thing. Like, what? How happened to the series? Like, they weren't bad games, but that's not. Yeah, I, I mean, classify that as survival horror. Speaking of Resident Evil, I'm. I'm still upset about the remake of 3. Yeah. I mean, well, it's a great game, and I, I loved it, but I'm just so upset about how badly they did Nemesis. Yeah, I mean, he was more... What, what was the word be? Uh, unpredictable. Yeah, like... In the original. I mean, take the, the Resident Evil 2 remake, for, for instance. Um, like, Mr. X shows up anywhere at once, and he will follow you for, like, ages until you... Mr. X was terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I mean, he wasn't even that big of a part of the original game. But then you have Nemesis, no. who was, like... He, he, you would be completely fine. You'd be safe. You'd run past a window, and then all of a sudden you'd, you'd come cr- crashing through, like, some zombie dogs or something. And yeah. that would legitimately, like, would shit you up. Whereas now, like, 90% of the Nemesis encounters are scripted. Yeah. And it just makes me so much sadder knowing that Mr. X, who wasn't even that, like, much of a threat in the original one, is scarier than Nemesis is. Yeah, that shouldn't be the case. And I I don't like the... the forms that Nemesis had either. I mean mm. it, it might have just been because obviously the majority of the fights were either scripted or they were just boss battles but like uh, in the original one uh, Nemesis had technically three forms but like you had the first form where it's just him in his like security tape gear I guess Um. And then his second form was just him with like a load of tentacles coming out, and yeah. then you'd think, "Oh God, more tentacles!" So he's going to get me at a longer range. And then when you eventually uh, 
kill him at the end of three. Uh, well, I say kill, but he's like this pile of flesh at the end, and he's like slowly dragging himself towards you. And then you obviously have yeah. the choice to kill him there and then, or escape. Right. And I mean, those are the three forms, but like originally just having those first two forms you would run around and you would be scared of him running after you because he would run after you. Whereas yeah. you don't feel that fear in the new one because you don't like you don't have the freedom to control Jill or Chris or whatever to run around um, Raccoon City whilst being chased by him. Yeah. But and, and one one more thing about the remake that made me sad was the fact that they cut out the entire uh, segment of not being able to make uh, the live choices. And also they cut out the clock tower and the park. Yeah, no, no, it was less of a remake and more of a... And the fact that the game was short as well. Yeah, like... It, it felt like it was almost like playing through Resident Evil 3, the movie rather than a remake of the original yeah. game. It, uh, it it just upsets me, but, you know, enough of that, Ron, I guess. Yeah, they could have they could have done a much better job, to be honest. They could have just done the exact same thing, like with Mr. X. They could have just had the exact same thing with Nemesis, and it would have I don't fine. understand why they didn't just do everything exactly as they did in the original, but make it modernised. Yeah. Why why change things that don't need changing? Like people bought it because they wanted a remake of the original game. Yeah, exactly. Not, I mean, I've gone so back and I've played could... the original one because I was just upset about how the third one did not live up to it. Mm. Yeah. But uh, anyway, um, have we got one final topic, Joe? Uh, final topic. Let me have a look. Um... We've pretty much covered everything, although it has just been revealed that Kong in Godzilla vs. Kong will be using weapons such as axes, which is awesome. Yeah, I heard about that. That's going to be badass. That is. I'm still so excited to see that film. I mean, I've been waiting for a bloody trailer for like two years now. Yeah, I mean... They keep delaying it. When when did we get the actual like confirmation that GVK was going to happen? Because it was before King of Monsters Ye came out, wasn't years it? Years ago. Yeah, it was before King of the Monsters. I feel my love, which didn't do as well as it should have. But yeah, I'm, I'm upset it didn't do too well either. I mean, uh, I I loved it. Why didn't it do well at the box office? I mean, I mean, it's probably because it was competing with like uh, Aladdin and I think, was it on the same time as John Wick? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's why then, isn't it? Yeah, true. But I mean, I mean, I'm glad it did. Well, I feel like it did so much better than the 2014 version, in the sense that it focused mainly on the monsters other than the humans. Because let's be honest, we don't care about the humans. We just want to see big monsters fighting. Well, I didn't. I didn't mind the humans in King of the Monsters. I, I, I didn't mind them in King of the Monsters either. But, I mean, having Giles Dance as, like, the supposed bad guy and then it, like, being that he's just, He like, did feel whatever. a bit underused. He did a little bit, but, you know. 
but I mean, I, they did a much better job. The they did a much better job than 2014 in the sense that you don't just have like 14 minutes of Godzilla on screen for the entire film. Like you've True, got. But I mean, in a lot of the originals, he wasn't in them as much as people think he was. I mean, it it depends it on obviously like which ones you look at because if you look at like obviously uh, the original uh, Godzilla one, then yeah, it's, yes. it's just a lot of. Uh, political struggles within and then occasionally Godzilla shows up to like fuck shit up yeah but another uh, thing that I am looking forward to though is a sequel to Shin Godzilla yes that should be interesting because I mean as we look at the end of well I mean the ending of Shin Godzilla when he's got the humanoid uh, things coming off his tail and then the uh, yeah like the nitrous uh, cracking as like the final shot, it really makes me wonder what's going to happen. I mean, that is extreme sequel bait, but I thought I heard somewhere that they weren't actually going to make a sequel. I mean, I I can understand that, and I would be completely fine if they didn't, because, I mean, how would you, like, how would you use the humanoid things? But... Oh, it's it's such a good film. I love it. Yeah, it is pretty good. I prefer I prefer Legendary's films overall, but I still That's like Shin Godzilla. Um, and yeah, I can't wait for Godzilla vs Kong. Whenever that shows up. Yeah, like twenty forty eight or something. <laughs> twenty seventy seven. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. There was Cyberpunk. Um... <laughs> oh, you're breathtaking. Oh god, all those memes. But um... check this out. Uh, yeah, there was uh, a full showcase of Cyberpunk not too long ago, wasn't there? Uh, yeah, there was. I'm hyped for that game as well. It comes out October, I believe. Mm. I you I can originally your uh... genitals. Yeah, you, could choose you can customize to your size. heart's content. I wonder how many uh, guys are going to go around, you know, third legs. <laughs> I mean, I I know there's obviously going to be some people that just make joke characters. So they're going to give like their characters a micro penis or something. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh, that'd be awesome just to see like this badass character going around. Then just been like, yeah, I've got like a, a two inch dick. Why not? I mean, how often is the game going to show you your character naked? I mean. I this first person, are you going to be able to look down and see your private parts? I, I reckon so. I mean, it's it, well, I mean, it's a cyberpunk town, and there's going to be like prostitutes and stuff everywhere. So I reckon it would be like how you know in like GTA Five when you can just go around, pick up prostitutes, and then just have sex in the car or something. I reckon it will just be right. like that in the sense of obviously you just pick them up, have sex, and that's it. <laughs> That's why I bought Cyberpunk. Oh! <laughs> Not for the action. For the boobies. For the robo boobies. Ah. Uh. Oh, anyway. So, that has been our first podcast of Midnight Pop Culture. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe. And, uh,. You'll see more content from us very soon. Thank you for listening. And we shall see you later. Good.
Bye.